Hello and welcome back to the Lost in Possession podcast. After Leicester get Roger by Spurs 6-2, we ask a simple question. Is it time to say bye-bye, Brendan? Start the intro. So, after this weekend's results, Spurs battering Leicester 6-2. Leicester currently sit bottom of the table after seven games with just one point. Now, to put that into perspective, we all know Derby's history. Derby, the 11-point season, the iconic 11-point season, 07-08, where they were the lowest Premier League team in history. They had a better start than this current Leicester side. So that there's your perspective for you. This is how bad it's got for Leicester. And on this show, we ask the simple question, is it time for Brendan Rodgers to be sacked or step away? Reese, we'll kick things off with yourself. Where do you stand on this? Is it time for Brendan to go? Uh, yeah, it's it's not been good, is it? You know, if you compare it to the Derby side, they've got a better squad, better manager, you know, better infrastructure in place. I mean, it shouldn't be too much of a surprise, Leicester, or where they are after a pretty, you know, of abysmal transfer market and the fact that, as I've spoke to you two before, Brendan Rodgers' rebuilding jobs are never actually that good. Look at what he did at Liverpool, for example. It was pretty shambolic. Um, I mean, can they even afford to sack him is the question. £10 million rumoured it might cost them, meaning, you know, they'd have to go for a manager outside of work. It's harsh. I mean, it is hard. It's hard because it's who they bring in. If they want to act, they're going to have to act now. But I think I think the writing is probably on the wall because I would like to think that with that squad of players, they should be doing better. And they're probably lucky that the teams around them aren't. Jamie, should he go? Well, when you're like being a manager in the Premier League is sort of, you know, very like cutthroat, isn't it? Let's be honest. They sacked Ranieri after, you know, he's won them the league. It, Brendan Rodgers isn't safe and he probably will be going, I think, during this international break. Like, I'd be surprised if he is still around. What I don't understand is how is this Leicester labelled the best run club in the world, or at least in England, we're called. They can't afford £10 million to get rid of their manager when they've just taken money for Fafana for what was that 70 75 million um, um something's not adding up around here um and you spent no they spent what 15 million I think in the in the market what what's actually going on have they is there something I think there's something possibly going on behind the scenes that's caught like holding Leicester back because Leicester were pushing for top four now unfortunately we are in a world where it's not sustainable unless you keep spending money. Like, it just isn't. And that's where sort of we've got the big six, the top six kind of scenario, where Leicester were trying to disturb that, which only happens for a few seasons and they drop off. But they're selling, you're selling players for a lot of money. This money doesn't just disappear. Sort of, so I'm just curious, where's where has it gone? Because there's been no real improvement to the squad. In fact, I think it's gone completely backwards since they probably won the FA Cup. It's just gone backwards from it. If they've gone, oh, we've won a cup, let's just 
less we're happy now we can sort of we can re- like put our feet up for a few years before we turn into it and go oh we've screwed up here um like with the whole team like the team like if you look at it on paper should be doing a lot better than this so it could be that they are sort of you know fed up of Rodgers like it's just what his tactics are just aren't doing it no one's motivated in that kind of way but I feel like their players have things to be motivated for like Madison to be fair I think he's been playing quite well end of last season and start of this he wants to get in the World Cup squad surely so he should be doing like doing a bit more and I think a lot of their players are like on the cusp of being in the World Cup squad so you should be able to motivate yourself. It shouldn't take a, another manager to do it. But losing Schmeichel, I just don't understand it. I really don't get it. But what, like for it to happen quite near the end of the window, and then they've gone, we're not going to replace him. You know, you're captain. It, I just think the whole crap of them being the best run club is rubbish. I think they had a fortunate sort of. They've done well in that, considering sort of the size of the club and everything. But it's not, it's not been run well. It was Ranieri got the best out of it, and I think Rogers took a few years of their best, and it's just downhill now. And like they've got to seriously watch out and actually start spending some of that money that they're bringing in. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd agree. I, it's baffling to me. It's absolutely baffling to me how. The comments on the best run club, I, I believe they were five, six years ago. They'd, they had a phenomenal scouting network. They'd sell all these players for a huge profit. They'd reinvest well, bring in players and still compete. To me, that is. And not just that, you know, the, the atmosphere inside the stadium was good. That, you know, even little things like that, that fans appreciate, like, you know, that, that, that season they won the league, you know, giving fans free beers and things at games. Like, all those things add up to, to a big picture. And I think five, six years ago, they 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 were. But what's happened since, I, I don't know. And it is, you make the point, you know, Schmeichel, you're letting you... I get maybe Schmeichel just wanted to leave and they left it late. But you're letting your captain leave at the end of the window, not giving yourself enough time to replace. They've then longed out the Fafana transfer, knowing that he was going to come to Chelsea, knowing that he wanted to come to Chelsea, knowing that we were going to bid what they wanted. So instead of longing out those negotiations, they probably should have accepted a bid for, for 70 mil instead of 75, giving themselves a few weeks to get a replacement. Then, you know, to, to be fair, maybe some of it's not all their fault. You know, we saw that the sort of perpetual links with, with Tillman's moving. Then we saw Newcastle coming quite late for Madison. So that combined with the fact they've not signed players, there's probably... The squad's probably, you know, to give Rogers maybe a bit of credit, not credit, but maybe it's, a, it's an unsettled squad. It's an unsettled Asian squad. They've not brought in anyone fresh. And, and and we said it in that podcast, you know, maybe they're just going to go through the motions. We did say this on, on the prediction for their league. So it's not completely and utterly surprising that they've had a bad start. But what is surprising is, is being worse than the all-time derby team who we know how badly they did. That, that for me, is is the most shocking thing here. So the short answer for me is yes, Rogers has to go. It looks like, to me, he has lost the dressing room. And sadly, in this cutthroat day and age of the Prem, when a manager loses the dressing room, you know, seven games in, let, let, let's talk numbers. 
22 goals. Correct me if I'm wrong, 22 goals conceded in seven games. I mean, you could do the maths, but that's above three. That's above an average of three goals per game. And they've not had the worst run of games. So all things into account, I think for me, it's time to go for, for Rodgers. Um, and I guess that brings us on, if they were to get rid of, of Brendan Rodgers, and obviously Leicester fans, as always, let us know your thoughts. Who is a likely candidate to replace him? Who stands out? Who fits the mould? And, and, and who would get them up the table? It will have to be a manager that's out of work, you know. If you can't afford to sack someone given the £10 million that they get for being sacked, you know, it's going to be very hard to go and find a, a manager in work in that way. I mean, there are three potential, or well, two probably main candidates, I think we'd all agree, is probably the Sean Dyche or the Potticino route. I mean, if you look at Potticino, he's proven he can work in a restricted transfer market. Um, and he'd probably get most out of the players because they fit his type of style. But I'm aware that the you know sort of the bookies favourite is probably Sean Dyche, which I think Sean Dyche would probably change the culture of the club a little bit. Um, he'd probably put a bit more fighting spirit in it, and I think he would help in shifting a lot of those players on them high wages out. There are a lot of bang average players there on ridiculous wages, you know, players like Vestergaard, etc. You know. Their goalkeeper situation's fine. They don't need to worry about that, actually. I think that's okay. But there's a lot of other players where it's very hard to shift a lot of their deadwood. Um, and I think he might be better at doing that. Um, I mean, if you want a left-field pick, if you want to go and get a manager out of a contract, I know there's rumours of Thomas Frank. I would say no, because I think Frank suits the system Brentford have. And I think that change wouldn't work. Maybe go back to Celtic, get um, Ange Postelogu again. I mean, they could do, but I think Sean Dyche is probably going to be the likely one, or or really Big Sam if if they need to if they need to give him a bell. Big bell-bell. Sam to save the day. Exactly, he could <laughs> do it, but I think at the moment it's a real tough situation for Leicester. But they've brought it on themselves. They've only got themselves to blame. As soon as you win a bit of silverware or finish fifth when you're not supposed to, you put unrealistic expectations on yourself, and this is what's happened. I think that yeah, felt like a turning point, though. I was going to, sorry, just quickly, I was going to say that FA Cup, it's weird how they've declined. Like, that felt like a big, big turning point, right? This is a club who can win trophies. And they've just gone, I think gone backwards. It's more, some people get complacent because they've won one. It's more, they've showed all their fight in winning it, and then they've gone, we've done it now, let's take a bit of a break. Like, we've put in a lot of work to go and win it. Now we sort of, you know, sit back and the owners have gone, well, our squad's good enough to win a trophy. We probably don't need to invest. It's kind of... This is it. Yeah, like clubs never learn their lesson, do they? You know, I'm sure you both would agree. You see it through every single club possible. Oh, well, we finished higher than we did last time, so we don't need to reinvest. It's like, well, you kind of do. You have to spend to compete. That is the reality of football. Your coaching can only take you so far. Um, You have to reinvest and they've fallen foul to that like many clubs have. You know, the whole buy cheap, sell big thing only takes you so far. And they've fallen into that gap. In terms of the actual manager who could replace, so Dyche would be good to stop the, as you said, 22 goals that have gone in. By the way, 11 of them were in the last two games. That's that's shocking. 
That's the big rolled over, isn't it? It's, that's the it's, big problem. The manner. Away, away to Brighton and Spurs. Like, that's that's what's gone on. Um, but I think you're a little bit harsh on the fixtures, George, because they have played four of the big six. Um, the Arsenal Arsenal been in good form. They played, obviously, Spurs just battered them. The one that was the worst was against you, where you had 10 men for most of the game and you yeah. won 1-0. So it's performances like that. But um, So Sean Dyche would be good to sort out their defence. But he also doesn't really have the players, though. Like, if you look at them, none of them are going to be the ones who lay down their life to defend. That's what you want from... That's a Sean Dyche defender. That's what he wants. And I think they don't really have that. So that could be a problem. Uh, Poch, in my opinion, he won't go down. Like, won't go down that far. I think he'd pick a an actual team that's in Europa is the lowest I think he'd go from PSG. I think that's kind of... Otherwise, he's setting himself just to keep falling down in terms of his career. Obviously, he's probably been paid off quite a nice fee from being sacked at PSG. So he's not exactly desperate for work. <laughs> Um, a left field one here, though, which would be sort of quite an attacking style, would be Bielsa. He's obviously out of out of a job, I believe. Still, he, I don't think anyone's taking him after Leeds. I think he'd sort of he might not want to do it due to the fact he was so like liked at Leeds. But I don't think Leicester's really one that's going to cause uproars there. And I think he'd be an exciting manager. But that they're the sort of one that's the kind of left field I'd pick. And if he's free and wants to do it, get his bucket out, put it there, he can sit on that happily. And then you should get a more attacking game of football, although he does concede a lot of goals and that is what Leicester are doing anyway. So yeah. that could that couldn't that might not that might not help. I might have just argued my own point <laughs> against me. <laughs> Before we move on to you, though, Jord, I think I think that's a good point about Bielsa. The benefit of him is he only accepts one-year contracts. Okay. So, so as you can see, when he's there for a little while longer, it goes a bit stale. Maybe you could bring him in for that year to steady that ship because he's if not they can't afford, money. if they can't afford to sort of spend a lot of money, one-year contracts is perfect for him. Yeah. So that so that could work. It's just the style of play he'd have to implement that quickly. And, of course, he has habits of running his teams into the ground a little bit. So there is that thing there. But Bielsa is probably a very good shout. I, I, like, I like him from an attacking perspective. But, as you said, you made the point yourself. He, he He's not going to help the defensive situation. And it is, you know, look, Le- Leicester obviously lost 6-2 to Spurs. But for a lot of, it, it's going to sound absurd, but for a lot of that game, they were in control. They looked the better side, and, and it's, it sounds absolutely crazy to say that for a team who lost 6-2. It was the first Actually, half, wasn't it, really? The majority first, but even in the second half, they had a few chances. But the the period of this first half, they looked really good attacking. But it was just every time Spurs went forward, they seemed to want to give them a goal. So for me, Bielsa, I, just, I, I don't think it fits what they need. I personally think Sean Dyche would be the one just because, again, it's a little bit more old school. He, he, he knows how to keep teams in the Prem and, and you know, uh, that's where they're at now. This is a survival job for Leicester at the minute. I know it's early, but the comparison to Derby, you know, as we've said, 
you're in a relegation fight right now and you need someone who knows how to stay in the prep, knows how to get the best of the players and, and doesn't take any BS. And and that is Sean Dyche. And we know how good Burnley were defensively, hard to beat, hard to break down. You didn't really like playing against them. That's exactly everything Le- Leicester are lacking right now. So Pochettino, I, I agree, Jamie. I, I don't see him lowering himself as such. At the minute, he still is that guy getting linked with, you know, Chelsea, Madrid, not Leicester, but, you know, those kind of teams, with all due respect. Um, for me, it's got to be Sean Dyche. I, I just think he ticks every box. Um, I'm trying to think of anyone else. The He's only not... other thing with keeping, like they might keep um, Rodgers, is their fixtures are, are turning a lot nicer now. True. That's the only sort of thing I can see them going. You know what? If they're not, if they can't afford to actually spend this money, God knows what they've done with it. Um, they might go right. We've got some nice fixtures here. Go get us the results. If you don't, then you're out. But or it's a perfect time for a new manager to come in. You've got I think that's nice a good point. Fixtures. Well, sorry, the international break, as you said, it, it makes sense. But you're right. The next fixtures after the break, uh, we got. Forest, Forest at home. Ball. Yeah. Forest, the Bournemouth away. Palace at home. Leeds at home. Yeah. Wolves, so, Wolves yeah. away and then City at home. That's October. What about... Yeah. What about... We're saying about left field picks. What if they went back to perhaps a former player or a former coach that knows the club well? You know, Martin O'Neill could be an example. There. He was successful with them as, you know, as a coach in particular. You could go back for Ranieri, maybe. I know his his last couple of jobs haven't been great. Um, I mean, Nigel Pearson. I know he's at Bristol City, but he would probably maybe resign from there to take that job. Would that be the right avenue to take? I think two of the ones you mentioned, the Pearson one, the, he got sacked for a specific reason. I can't remember what it was, but it's a bit controversial with himself. Um, so I'd say they wouldn't go back into that because that wouldn't look good. You've sacked him for that reason. Oh, we're going to bring him back. I don't see that happening. Ranieri, like, that actually I think could happen. I think if I was Ranieri to keep his sort of, you know, status of an absolute legend at Leicester, it could bring back a sort of sour taste if it goes poorly again. (laughs) So I would stay away if I was him personally, but you never know that that one I could see happening. The Martin O'Neill, I think he's been out. I think he's been out of a job for quite a while, so I don't know if he actually wants one. So it it's hard because they don't always work. Like Lampard at Chelsea, for example, didn't overall work. So it's more they can be difficult ones to actually, you know, depends implement. on the club. Depends on the club at the end of the day. Yeah. If you want a long-term vision, then then maybe some of those names would help. But you know, even you know, touch on the Lampard one. Like they're always going to sack him. Like it, it depends on who's who's running the club. Well, it doesn't, does it? <laughs> Roman. No, but it, it depends on the team. Then let's say. All oh, right. Say, you know, Lampard. It, it. You know, we'll discuss that another day. But he didn't actually do that bad. But he got sacked. If you've got a smaller club who will give a manager time, then some of those names. I think will be more more beneficial. Um, I guess to wrap up, let's all say one name we'd like to see 
and we think out of all the names we've just mentioned, who would be the right choice moving forward for Leicester? Um, I'll start. I think Sean Dyche. I think he ticks all the boxes. Jamie? I'm going with my left field pick of Bielsa. I think it keeps Leicester being an interesting side, despite their defensive woes. And Reese, I'm going to go for two picks here. If they're going for someone out of work, Sean Dyche, because it's what they need at the moment. They want to go for someone in work, maybe someone like Manuel Pellegrini. Okay. Well, there you have it. Sean Dyche, big sandwich chucked in there. Bielsa. Leicester fans, let us know who you want to see as your next manager. Or do you just want to give Rogers time? Let us know your thoughts in the comments. And as always, like, comment and subscribe. You know the drill. Here we go.